There's three ways to legally avoid tax. Let me ask you this. Do you know what your biggest expense is? Like your biggest monthly expense or yearly expense? Because you know, a lot of people say to me, well, it's my mortgage or car payments or food or rent. Sorry, but they're all wrong. <laughs> Way wrong. Like if you don't know the answer to this question, this is why you need to watch this entire video. Because your single biggest expense is not your kids, it's not your husband, it's not your wife. It's your tax. It's your tax. Now, most people don't even consider it their highest expense because they can't do anything about it. So if you are employed, you cannot do anything about your tax bill. You cannot get your tax bill down without, without illegal activity, without going to prison. It is physically impossible. Why? Because they take it before you get it. You, you do your 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And then you get your pay slip. And you're like, oh, yeah, I earned five grand this month. And then you received 2,800. Nearly half of it is gone. So when you are employed, also known in the UK as PAYE or pay as you earn, you cannot legally get your tax down. But tax is your biggest expense. So what do people start to do? They start to look for schemes and scams. So I just want to say right uh, off the bat, I'm not going to talk about trusts. I'm not going to talk about going non-domicile or to an moving to another country. That is 95% of the time either a scam or it costs you more money or it doesn't work and you either end up with a massive fine, tax um, paybacks and interest going back years or worse, you end up in bloody prison. So you're going to get none of that from me. In fact, the IRS and the Inland Revenue should love me doing this content because I'm actually going to support what they do. So there you go. So look, you have to take a risk when you start a business and you are an entrepreneur to make a living. And that's why most people don't do it. But we can say what we want about hating on the government and the tax system. The tax system, by the way, is almost as high as it was in the late 70s, early 80s. It is outrageously high for anyone who earns a decent amount of money. In reality, you're paying 65 to 70 percent tax in what you earn and then what you spend. And by the way, look at it properly. Because a lot of people are like, oh, no, I only pay 35% tax. I pay 40, I pay 45. No, you don't. There's VAT that you have to add on. So use 20% on your prices. The corp tax has gone up to 25% and it will go up more. Income tax is 45%. Uh, and that's, by the way, just gone on a lower threshold now. Then you've got pension contributions, which you're forced to pay. And I don't like paying into state pensions. Um, I think it's a, a waste of money because the state pension pot has been dipped into by the government. Um, and there's not enough money in the state pension pot. So I regard that as a tax. National insurance. You can call it what you want, government. Oh, let's call it national insurance. Let's call it this levy. It's just stealth taxes. They're all fucking taxes. And then when you buy stuff, you pay taxes on what you buy. So you know when you buy fuel, you're double or triple taxed. Um, and the food that you buy and the products and the services usually have VAT and other taxes inbuilt into it. So when you add all of that in, you should be fucking angry because you are paying 60 to 70% in tax. And most of it, by the way, is stealth. I.e., you don't know. But when you are employed in PAYE, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to bend over and pull your pants down and take it and receive it, no matter how much it hurts. But there are three main legal ways to avoid tax. Let's get straight into this. Number one, you have to own a business, run a company, be an entrepreneur, have a side hustle. Number two, running a home office. 
This is one of them. I am sat in it. And number three, uh, what's called subsistence. Not a subsidence. That's when buildings are falling over. <laughs> subsistence. So owning a company. The only way that you can pay tax last and pay yourself first is by owning a company or having a side hustle. When you're employed, you pay tax first and you pay yourself last. So even if you're employed, you can still start a side hustle. You can start a company. You can build a membership site. You can launch a YouTube channel and earn money from it. You can turn your content into cash flow. You can have a podcast with sponsors and advertisers. Yes, correct. In some countries, food doesn't have that. That's a good point. There are different, uh, different taxes in different countries. I would bet you a lot of money. There's taxes woven into food. I would bet you that. I can't think of anything you don't pay tax on. Tell me something you don't pay tax on. You'll be taxed on breathing. You'll be taxed on thinking. You'll be taxed on fucking. You'll be taxed on everything. So fundamentally as a concept, someone has said gambling. Gambling is a tax. Not taxed on it. It is a fucking tax. The house always wins. Come on. So start a side hustle, form a company, register on Companies House in the UK, get a domain name, set up a payment gateway or merchant, and all of a sudden you are an entrepreneur and you pay yourself first and pay tax last. You, you have to charge VAT once you're above the threshold. There's other taxes in other countries. But even with VAT in the UK, you have to add it on once you're above the threshold. It's 20%. And, and, but you get to keep it for a few months as cash flow and earn interest on it before you pay it to them. Whereas when you're employed, it all comes straight off the top and you've got nothing left. Next thing is corp tax. You pay corp tax once a year. Now you pay your income tax every six months and you pay some on account, which I think is a bit of a scam, paying some in advance, even though you haven't um, earned it yet necessarily. But, you know, the governments are doing their best to get taxing in real time. But right now, as an entrepreneur, you pay tax delayed. You have every three months. You corp tax every year. Your income tax every six months. So it gives you time to work that tax down. And also, for all the bitching and moaning that the world do about the government, and by the way, I've done my fair share of bitching and moaning because taxes are too high. They're penal. A lot of the tax reliefs and benefits have gone. But there's still a decent amount of tax breaks, and I'm going to talk about some of them here. Now, we get to a point of detail where you have to speak to a really good accountant or lawyer, uh, and you have to get good, proper financial advice. And here's a quick tip. Um, if you're ever looking to run anything as a tax expense, ask your um, tax accountant or lawyer, if there was a, an inland revenue HMRC or IRS inquiry, would they defend it? If they would, I'd probably do it because you've got an accountant who will defend you. If they wouldn't and they want to wash their hands of it, I'd think twice about it. Or I'd get another accountant because <laughs> here's the thing. There's a lot of accountants out there that are so risk averse. They basically, basically might as well work for the inland revenue. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. The inland revenue of the IRS have just scared me into being an IRS officer, an inland revenue officer. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, 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 no. Whereas um, I've got an accountant who's never lost a case against the inland revenue. And um, he, he loves fighting for entrepreneurs because he knows we're taxed too much. So. You run a company, you pay your VAT later, you pay your, your income tax later, you pay your corp tax later, and there's still some tax breaks. So there's capital allowances. They used to be easier. They're a bit harder, but capital allowances are tax breaks against buying commercial property. 
You've got entrepreneurs relief. Used to be on 10 million and now it's on 1 million, 10% tax on the sale of a business. You've got subsistence where if there's travel, accommodation, food, and general expenses of work, you can run those through. You've got the home office. So this Sure SM7B, these two laptops, these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine phones, this Sony camera, these lights, these lights, all this equipment in this studio, the pod track four, the chair, the desk, this is all a business expense. So when you own a home office, because here's the thing, you might think owning a company, oh man, you know, I've got to have staff, I've got to have premises, I've got to have stock, I've got to have big overhead. You don't have to. You can start a company for less than 50 pounds or dollars at the main name and a company ho- company's house registration. And then you could have one room in your house as an office and one room in your house as a recording studio. And both of the, he- the heating, the lighting, the fixtures, the fittings, the equipment can all be run in the company and it reduces your profit because you have it as an expense. Therefore, you pay less profit, even though that was stuff you were going to buy anyway. And therefore, you get your tax bill down because you get your um, net profit down. Now, here's the thing. When you buy something after tax, it costs twice as much. When you buy it before tax, it costs half as much, assuming 50% top to bottom in tax. So I have a Lamborghini Aventador is owned in an LLP, run through an LLP. That was a $350,000 plus car. That cost me, would have cost me twice as much if I'd have paid it after tax. I paid it before tax running it through an LLP. And, you know, my genius accountant helped me with that. If you run an education business, um, if you run a company, you might be able to start another company doing something similar and have a, an LLP or LLC structure. Make sure you get advice from a really good accountant on this. But not only does the car go through the LLP, it's an asset. So any depreciation I wipe off against my tax. Um, But also all running costs and maintenance of that vehicle goes through the company. And I have four cars through my LLP. Now, I'd have had to pay double for them after tax. And I'd have had to pay the fuel and the maintenance and the servicing and the repairs. So you're talking hundreds of thousands a year in extra expenses. Or, you know, you buy your iPhone, it's 1,200 quid. You buy your microphone, it's 300 quid. You buy your laptop, it's 1,600 quid. They should all be going through your company. And you've got a home studio and a home office. And now all of a sudden, you're getting a lot off your tax bill. And then subsistence. So whenever you travel for work, you can claim the travel. So you can claim the, either the, the mileage or the fuel, or you can claim um, the food the train fare, the flights, the accommodation. So here's a quick tip. Obviously, you can't claim holidays back as a business expense. But if you take a trip abroad and part, most or all of that is for work, you know, you might go and do some viewings if you're in property or you might have some business meetings or some mentoring. So when I travel abroad, I often do speaker boot camps or I do mentoring. And those elements of that trip, including the flights, accommodation and food, are offsetable as a business expense against the company. So you can actually convert part, most, or all of your holidays into business expenses. You can convert part, most, or all of your travel into business expenses. You can convert part, most, or all of the things you buy, the electronics and the equipment, as business expenses. You can run two, a home office and a home studio as a business expense. But only if you own a company. Now, 
when there's prosperity, the government aren't going to take all your tax allowances away because there's prosperity. When there's austerity like there is now, they start to close these loopholes. So interest rate relief, capital allowances, these got reduced or removed. Uh, and so, you know, business owner entrepreneurs are starting to feel like all the tax breaks and benefits are reduced. They're going after R&D. They're going after IR35. Um, they've reduced um, entrepreneurs relief from 10 million, 10% relief. No, 10% tax, i.e. a lot of relief, not not. Capital gains taxes are a lot more than entrepreneurs' relief tax. They've reduced it from your first 10 million to your first 1 million. So a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs have felt the squeeze and feel like we're having all of our toys taken away and landlords too. But there are still many, many things you can run against the cost of your business. And here's the thing. Here's what will happen. The economy will get so bad. And by the way, it's going to get worse. We're going to move into a depression. I believe that to be a fact. So what will happen is, They'll take all your tax breaks away. They'll leave you with just a few. By the way, go on the IRS website. Go on the um, Inland Revenue HMRC website. On the website, you can actually read and find out what you can legitimately offset. They don't try and hide it. They just don't advertise it. Because actually, they need entrepreneurs. So when the depression is hard and the recession is deep and the economy is even worse than it is now, the government, in the end, will finally get the light bulb moment that entrepreneurs have understood for years. Because the governments right now across the world seem to think that the only way to generate revenue is to tax you. They don't get that giving entrepreneurs incentives and tax breaks and support will grow the economy more than charging tax. Because if they charge more tax... In the short term, they'll pull in more money. But in the long term, people will leave the country. People will avoid or evade tax. The economy will shrink. And then it will have a um, vicious cycle, reverse effect for what they achieve, uh, trying to achieve. There's something called the Laffer curve. Looks like this. It looks like a mound. And if they charge zero tax, they get zero tax. But if they charge 100% tax, they get zero tax. Why would they get zero tax if they charge 100% tax? Because no one would pay it because no one could afford to live. So basically, at 0% tax, they generate no tax income. At 100% tax, they generate no tax income. And the Laffer curve goes up like that, whereby there's an optimum amount. And it's not 50%, and it's not 70%, and it's not 80%. The government don't freaking get it. Like I asked one of the top UK politicians about the Laffer curve, and he's like, yeah, of course I know what that is. Well, no, you don't. You don't because you've gone beyond the peak and you're charging us so much that you'll generate less in revenue. So the optimum might be 22% or 25%. It's an optimum where we willingly pay it and we don't avoid it or evade it or leave the country. But as the economy gets more and more fucked, like it is getting more and more fucked, what happens is people avoid, evade and leave. And then their revenue restricts and reduces. So then what they have to do is they have to go... <laughs> Someone just called me Martin Lewis with high blood pressure. I take that as a compliment. Because <laughs> um, this shit is wrong and it pisses me off and it should piss you off. If you're not fucking pissed off about this and you're not going to make a change and you're not going to start a company and you're not going to get your tax bill down and you're not going to convert a couple of rooms in your home to an office and a studio, then they're going to rob you blind and you're going to be left with nothing. So in the end, the government will have to go, right, we've got to incentivise people to start a business, incentivise people to innovate. Um, the UK Chancellor just said he wanted to build the Silicon Valley of the UK. If he does that, 
He's got to have loads of rewards and loads of tax breaks and loads of incentives for you to start a company and me to start a company and me to take a risk and, you know, me to innovate and pull in talent and money from over the world to come and be in the UK. So coming soon to a town near you is going to be a big recession and a big depression. It's going to get worse first, but then it will get better because in the end, everything will be so fucked. They'll have to incentivize you to start a business and grow the economy. And that's what happens. The incentives get bigger. The incentives get smaller. The incentives get bigger. The incentives get smaller. And right now they've shrunk, but I believe they'll increase soon. They have to. The government in the end will realize they've got no fucking money. Well, they've got no money now. You know, inflation is a form of tax and tax is a form of theft. What do you think about that? All right, quick summary then. Um, the three main ways to legally avoid tax are one, owning a company. So you pay tax last, not first, and you can run offsetable expenses and get your tax bill down. Two, run a home office. Anyone can do that. As long as you've got a company, you can have a, a, a recording studio and an office and all the equipment in it. And then three is subsistence, travel, accommodation, food and fuel towards the travel and accommodation for work. That, by the way, there's loads of things you can offset against tax and there's loads of other tax breaks. But these are the three most simple, most common, accessible to the average person. So let me know what you think about this in the comments. I hope you found the content useful. Make sure you go and consume more of my money-related content. Do you know I have a podcast called Money? Over 250 episodes all about money. Do you know I've written a book called Money? The UK's best-selling book on all things money. And do you also know I have a YouTube channel? called More Money Secrets, which is the longer form content for the shorter form More Money Secrets content on TikTok. Make sure you're following them. I do content twice a week on YouTube, every day on TikTok, and once or twice a week on my podcast, Money. The more you learn, the more you earn. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. 